Blog Talk Radio. You're now tuned in to Culture Freedom Radio, the home of Lions Vibe Radio, Liberation Tabernacle Ministry, and much, much more. Talk radio that wake up the minds of the people. Psalms 83, verse 1. Keep not thou silence, O God. Hold not thy peace, and be not still, O God. For lo, thine enemies make a tumult, and they that hate thee have lifted up the head. They have taken crafty counsel against thy people, and consulted against thy hidden ones. They have said, Come, and let us cut them off from being a nation, that the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance. For they have consulted together with one consent. They are confederate against thee.
Yeah, Kwam Yasha Allah, Kwam Yasha Allah. Yeah, peace, shalom, shalom. In the house, family, in the house, in the, in the house tonight. Hey, delighted to be in this house with y'all one more time right here on Culture Freedom Radio Network. Most definitely up in this house tonight. Oh, yes, sir, we are indeed. Uh, I want to say peace and shout out and shalom to all the tribes of Israel uh, who scattered throughout the four corners of the earth. Yeah, Kwam Yasha Allah, rise up, Israel. We most definitely have to rise up, man, and stop a lot of division that we have with each other. Whether you are OT, Israelite, or you a NT, y'all know they say the Old Testament or New Testament, whether you, you know what I'm saying, you just Torah-based or you Messianic, man, we got to rise up, man. Uh, because there's a lot of things that's, uh, uh, um, you know, aspiring that's going on out here, man, that, um, we got to do what the most high said. We got to be a beacon light to the rest of the world. Uh, man, I'm telling y'all, man, because there's so much things that's happening out here that we have to be, uh, damn, can I use this one right here? Y'all, we got to be like earth, wind and fire, man. We got to be that shining star. No matter who you are, I messed the song up, but never mind. I wasn't meant to. I, I wasn't intending to sing that song, anyway. But tonight, man, we got another topic of conversation lined up right here tonight. Are modern Christians void in their understanding of the Bible? <laughs> yes, sir. Let me, let me, let me, let me do that again, y'all. You know, I got to repeat it right here, man. Just like an NBA game or a football game, a team. That repeating the Super Bowl or a champion, the championship, man, uh, NBA playoffs or whatever, y'all. Are modern Christians void in their understanding of the Bible? <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. And and, and note that I put in that modern day Christian because um, I got to get one of my old books over there, fam. I thought I had everything together. Got a couple of things I'm gonna throw in here tonight. Got a couple of clips I want to play as well, uh, and 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 check this out, Fatty. And why I'm going into this because, yeah, there's a lot of um, misunderstanding and um, with the Christian family, um, and when it come down to the doctrine or or the teaching from the Bible uh, when in dealing with the Israelites. And, you know, and we, we seem to have, and I just throw this out, it always seemed to be a controversy that would bump heads with the Israelites, you'll see. Some call the Hebrew Israelites, and some say black Hebrew Israelites, but we don't even use that term. But for the sake of conversation, for identif- identifying, you know, the term black Hebrew Israelites be used because of most people think that uh, the Israelites or those so-called Jews were actually white or European. So, so that's why that term black Hebrew Israelites be used. Um, but we don't primarily like to use that, but there seem to be a, a, a clash when it comes down to uh, the, the, the Israelites and the Christian um, community, I guess you would say, um, when they come down to this Bible, it always be a clash in the uh, information and dealing with the teachings and 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 just like you got uh, what they call the messianic community, and we and I got a clip dealing with that because there's a distinction between 
and Christians, and, I, and I, let, me, let me see if the world's on slowing down already. Because I put up in here one thing about uh, a question Do modern day Christians even understand where the name Christian come from? Now, I know when they're reading in their Bible and there's, there's these Bibles today, it has in, in, in the book of Acts, and it says that they were first called Christians at Antioch. And y'all understand, there's a modern translation. That is the, the English translation coming up out of the uh, Greek translations from, um, hope I get it right, y'all, <laughs> from Christos. Uh, and that word comes into English today as Christian. But if you were speaking in uh, the Hebrew tongue or the Hebrew language, you wouldn't say Christian. It wouldn't be Christian. Uh, you know, most of us like, and even in English, what a lot of us use, and we will say, uh, like I said earlier, the Messianic or uh, Messiah. Also, we say Mashua, or some people y'all hear say Yahshua, Hamashua. Uh, like you hear some say, um, uh, man, I'm going blank. What's the name? Yahweh Mashiach. Listen to this, the Mashiach, Mashuach, Mashank, and, and different names that and, and didn't use Christians because we're going back to the Hebrew. And I think in the Paleo and most of like in our in the communities, and you hear a lot of different camps, they would say, uh, um, uh, especially they say Yahweh Mashiach, meaning the Messiah, and that's what it was all about. The and only going back to say the Anointed One, and even when they're supposed to be getting that word Christian, right? It's supposed to even go back to that word as well, Christian, uh, the Anointed One. None spooky, none mystified. You know what I'm saying? None spooked out, none spooked out, as we were saying last time on a show. That who is that mystery God? We ain't getting spooky with it, but that's that's all what it's supposed to mean. But even with that, though, there's a lot of confusion amongst the um, Hebrew family or Israelite family, and the, the you know, and the Christians and most Christians see they are looking at things and they gotta understand now. And just go back, well, Acts again, where it says, and they were first called Christians at Antioch. So y'all, modern day Christians, y'all reading in this English language, and you're looking at that and saying, yeah, we will see it was Christians. And that goes back where you was actually saying, um, and they would have actually read uh, the the Messianic, or basically, in another word, in English, it said a Messianic community. They were looking at these people who were following the Messiah. And they was looking at them and saying, these are the people who follow the teachings of the Messiah, which now y'all call Christ, and take on that word Christian. That's the only thing they were actually saying. Those are a group of people who follow the teachings of this uh, one or the anointed one who they call, you know, um, the Christ now. Y'all, y'all follow what I'm saying? So we know, and so, so a lot of Christians are getting caught up, and they're not understanding because they're using this word Christ and not understanding how they even got to this point where they're at now in modern time. Because a lot of them don't study the history of Christianity. They don't really understand or study the the history of the going back into what we what what they call the Old Testament or the Torah. They don't understand or study. Uh, Israelite history to know 
how they even got to the point where they at. So it's like really they're uh, being arrogant against uh, the Israelites, people, brothers and sisters who say they are Israelites, and 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 and, and thinking that the Israelites don't know what the heck they talking about when it come down to the Bible, and be and got nerve to damn near say y'all that the Hebrews are teaching false doctrine, and when it's like. How you going to tell the Israelites or any Hebrew brother or Israelite, and there is some Hebrew brothers that go in and teach them, you know, some, some, you know, <laughs> I ain't going to get into that tonight, the wrong show, but we'll deal with that another time. And there's a lot of the confusion. I'm trying to, you know, let up Subway, y'all, y'all get understanding where we're going tonight. Do that something else? Because uh, when the chief rabbi, I'm trying to violate times, he got to come in too. Uh, so give him time to get ready. But this Christian community, though, let me go this way. Let me go this way. Let me go this way with it. Y'all today as modern Christians, here's something y'all gotta understand. Please understand this. And I'm, I'm and this this show is tonight, as I said on the beginning of the in my description. First and foremost, let me say this show is not to uh attack the so called and I said so called Christian church or the Christians. This is for edification. So Y'all can understand something here when y'all see the Israelites or and, and some Israelites. Well, I come back to this. Y'all do give a bad example. Now I I I be honest. Y'all shedding a bad light on the community and give the Christian so-called a uh, misunderstanding of the the teachings from the Bible or the Torah. I, I'm be honest. Uh, but that's another thing that 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 the Hebrews got to work out amongst Hebrews. So that's something we got to work out. And be better in that. And for the other people who's looking as well, who are not just Israelites. Um, but let me get back, get back, stay on track, stay on track, Ariel. Uh, you got so much in your head. You got so much in your head. But the thing here is, again, that um, your modern day Christians, y'all got to understand this. Let me say this with all sincerity, though. It wouldn't be no Christian churches today. What y'all have as Christian churches. Y'all doctrine or anything, if it wasn't for a people, call it Israelites. Now I'm using modern term for the word Israelite too, so we we you know we ain't gonna get too technical and you know get into the languages as well, you know all of that. But just use modern tech, uh, terminology. Y'all wouldn't have no such thing as Christianity, as it if it wasn't for uh, a people. A nation of people, tribe of people, 12 tribes, whatever, called the Israelites. Y'all wouldn't have that today. So to go around and thinking, y'all, the creme de la creme, the all be all um, today with Christianity and, and, and look with disdain and uh, go around act like the Hebrew Israelites are just, just a lost People don't understand the Bible. Come on, brothers. Y- y'all better understand. Y'all wouldn't have a leg to stand. Shit, y'all wouldn't be a leg. You know what I mean? I kind of can't cuss tonight, y'all. Y'all wouldn't have nothing, man. It wouldn't be no Christian doctrine that y'all have. Y'all wouldn't even have a, a, a what y'all have a, a, as a Christ, as y'all call it, if it wasn't for the Israelites. Why you even say that, brother Ariel? How, how, why you mean they wouldn't have no Christ? They, because you got to understand that one that y'all calling 
Jesus. Now, some say that's a whole nother person. I ain't going to get into that. Like I said, I ain't trying to be too technical tonight to be too, um, you know, complicated and confusion. But this thing that y'all got, y'all call a Jesus Christ, who y'all call Jesus Christ. Um, some say we can say in Hebrew, Yahshua, Yahawashah, whatever, or the Messiah. I'm just going to stick with the Messiah, y'all, tonight. That Messiah, it was prophesied through like Isaiah and a lot of aspects and Deuteronomy said that I'll raise up a prophet amongst you like Moses. And there's different prophecies that are coming, talking about a Messiah, um, going back to Genesis, talking about uh, Shiloh, the, the scepter uh, would not pass from uh, um, from Judah into Shiloh come. Let me find that scripture. What is that? A 39, not 49. I'm thinking Genesis 49. Uh, but the scepter will not pass from Judah to Shiloh come. And but anyway, um, so, you know, there's a lot of prophecies about a Messiah that's supposed to come to who is a prophesied to who to the children of Yashallah, which we say Israel. It's supposed to, that's what they that's what they had been looking for for a long time. So Christians, y'all Messiah, that, that which y'all have today and and even worship. This is something that the Israelites had been looking for. And and, and, and I'm going to tell you, all, all the Israelites then, then don't even acknowledge or um, yeah, recognize, you know, the Yahshua or whatever as that Messiah. So you that's why, you know, you, you got a lot of controversy dealing with Israel on that, too. So, you know, that's some Israel got to work out. So, you know, that's between Israel on that one. But y'all wouldn't have what y'all got today, you know. Uh, pastors, uh, 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 what you call y'all, um, bishops, you, you, uh, apostles, you y'all Catholic churches, I ain't gonna be raunchy tonight, y'all, but you Catholic church folks, y'all wouldn't have nothing if it wasn't for those Israelites, if it, and y'all said it, y'all was saved, cause see, listen, now y'all talking about y'all grafted in and all of this type of stuff, see, then Paul got y'all with that, see, that's why y'all, only follow the teaching from that New Testament and everything y'all want to ride with and y'all Christianity is from the New Testament. Or the, and, and actually it was a new covenant actually because it was prophesied that there was going to be a new – as uh, Yahweh said that he was going to – Make a new covenant with the children of Israel because they hell. Y'all know it shit. We black folks. Y'all do know the children of Israel black. Cause look at him. Look at him. Let me get y'all. <laughs> Cause we they was hard headed. They were stiff necked people. The most I even told Isaiah, they are stiff. Let me get that one. Let me pull that one out. Let me. No, I gotta get y'all this other one right fast. About then I'm gonna pull that one out. But it's talking about here uh, in Genesis 49 and 10 said the scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet until Shiloh come, and unto him shall the gathering of the people be. That's Genesis 49 and 10. Yeah, y'all also can go. This started uh, uh, Genesis 49, 8 through 10, and so you can get the whole meat of it. And it's talk about, that's why we say the Lion of Judah, because it even talk about the Lion in there as well. So go ahead and get uh, Genesis, what we call Barashif, uh 49, 8 through 10. And let me give y'all something like, let me get, a, let me get Brother Ezekiel. 
Yes, sir. Brother Ezekiel, right fast, chapter two, and show y'all what the most I said. Um, and they kind of show y'all about really hell. I, I can't see it no other way, man, about who uh, these children of Israel are or were. I say were and is at the same time, y'all. Uh, let's go to Ezekiel two, and shall I start at? Let's start at one and go through verse four, right fast, family. Um, then we're gonna go and jump on it, y'all. I'm still in the Christianity part. I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. But Ezekiel two and chapter two, verse one through four, and it says, and he said, I'm reading from the King James version right now. Y'all there too, because I jump from version to version sometimes. And he said unto me, Son of man, stand unto thy feet, and I will speak unto thee. And the Spirit entered into me when he spoke unto me. And set me upon my feet that I heard him that spoke unto me. And he said unto me, Son of man, I will send thee to the children of Israel, a rebellious nation that have rebelled against me, that their fathers have transgressed against me, even unto this very day. Well, let me stop right there, y'all. There's three. Don't that's that sound like us, man. I ain't gonna lie. We ha- and I know that you know we got the European nations are rebellions, but like us, man, we have been rebellions. We doing everything we want to under the sun. Our forefathers have done a lot of bull crap. They didn't have no business doing. But let's proceed. Let's proceed. Let's go to four right fast. Here, here, here we go right here, y'all. For they have been imprudent, imprudent children and stiff-hearted. They have been a stiff-hearted. Said for I do not send thee unto them as thou shalt say unto them, says the Lord. See, look, the most I said, man, look. They have rebuted, uh, uh, rebelled against me, so I already know they they, they gonna rebel against you too, cause they, even they don't even rebel against me, man. These are a stiff-necked people. And 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 that was the part where the most I even told Moses. He said, I see them. I see them. They are stiff necked, hard head people. I see them. I see them. Man, they stiff necked. But to go back. So, you know, and and, and going back, even to do the Roman boys talked about the most high said that I choose you to be a special people unto me, that you would be a light unto the Gentiles. Now, here we go, Christians. Uh oh. Now, that's where you come into play, you Christians. Because the most high said he chose. The children of Israel to be a special people unto himself. Why? Not just cause you know he just favored them. He liked they, you know, he liked they, you know, the 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 locks in their head and you know they looked a certain way. You know they were some red bones or they was real dark skin. He liked the top. No 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 no. Not their physical makeup cause they can jump, you know, and slam dunk a ball or they can run you know, a hundred yard dash and, you know, I don't know about 10 seconds. No, no, not because they special skills or none of that. It wasn't none of that because it was a covenant that he made. They made with brother, uh, with father Abraham or Abraham, as it said, he kept that covenant with him and not only him, but, but, but Judah as well. Y'all got to understand, read the book, read the book. So, but he wanted them to be a special people unto himself and be a guide and example. Y'all already hear me always talk about that example, a guide and light unto the Gentiles. What is this word Gentile? I know as y'all see in the scriptures, I'll just talk about Gentile. The word Gentile can be several fold. But most of the word Gentile, y'all will see as being a non, 
Israelite, non-Israelite, uh, other nations. And some just have it just say uh, nations. So when they talked about in Hebrew, they may use the word goin, and just saying that you were uh, not from the tribe of Israel. You are from the outside nations, and sometimes in the scriptures, well, a lot of times in the scriptures, it talk about not mixing with certain tribes and nations. So the Gentiles, and this is what Paul come in at for you Christians. This is how y'all came into play. Who wasn't from that bloodline seed from the twelve tribes of Israel? Paul came to you, and that's why a lot of y'all in the Christian church, y'all quote Paul. Now, even though y'all say y'all followed the Messiah, and a lot of his story, y'all like, I, I, y'all, you know, I like to call it Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I like to call it the autobiography of Yahweh Shah. You want to find out what it did, you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Read the autobiography. Like they got the autobiography of Malcolm X. You read the autobiography of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and then you can see in the words of what, you know, what the, uh, Yahweh Shah has spoken. But y'all don't really go into those books. Y'all go into y'all apostle, who was Paul. And Paul tell you he's apostle to the Gentile. Hmm? So he was apostle to the Gentile. He was apostle to the non outside nations of Yashala. See, he was coming to bring y'all in because he, the Messiah said that salvation was for the Jews first. And even Paul said it. And I'm going to give y'all some scriptures, though, to go into this stuff. But Paul even said salvation was for the Jews first, then to the Gentiles, because that's why, again, like I said, that the Most High chose the children of Israel to be a light unto the rest of the nations. So they can soak up, be saved, get away from their wicked ways, and, and, and you know, get away from these wicked ass customs, uh, uh, worshiping all these different gods, Baal, uh, Moloch, sacrificing their children to these, these, um, you know, these pagan gods and all of this stuff. Even, uh oh, y'all, even it's talked about Egypt in there, right? Now we do know Egypt had a bunch of gods. Don't don't play like it don't. Y'all know I was in the comedic information. I got the books over there. I got the complete, what is it, y'all? The complete gods and goddesses of Egypt. I got the whole encyclopedia of every god and goddess that was in Egypt. You know, I bought the books, family. You know, I spend my money on my education. That's what they tell us to do. You spend your money on your education. I spend my money on my education. So we got the, we got the information. Nowadays, what they call it, y'all, the receipts, as they say on social media and places now, show me the receipts. I go out and purchase things, and I got my receipts. Let me get a list. shot of this water right fast. One minute, one minute, one minute. One minute. All right, appreciate that, appreciate that, appreciate that. Sorry about that. I can't offer y'all none through the, through the, through the computer here, but I have some. Anyway, I watch my manners. But... There's something I let me see this thing. I gotta find it right fast. I wanna play this because <clears throat> there's some debates supposed to be coming up. I don't have no dates on them. I've been hearing these that they got the the um they got a group out here calling themselves. <laughs> this is a trip family. The the woke Christians. I tell y'all, man, this woke this woke uh thing, this conscious movement, this that movement. Boy, they killing me, man. They they driving me up the wall. But anyway, they got a so-called some Christians out here. They call themselves the woke Christians. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The woke Christian. I know y'all gonna say, "Hi, in the hell y'all woke and y'all call y'all still Christians, man." And, and you know, and, and kind of, you know, you, you basically people that say they woke don't deal with religion, right? Don't ain't that's probably what they say. I know y'all said the damn Israelites same same thing. Y'all ain't woke. Y'all sleep, man, because y'all still working a spook god, this, that, and other. Yeah, okay, I got you. But anyway, they got this woke, some woke Christians. So what they said, the woke church. Supposed to be debating, uh, I think it's the almond. I know some people from the uh, um, so-called college community. Uh, I think the almond Ra squad and some, some of them just got a little thing going on. They supposed to be debating. Yeah, some old ignorant. But never mind. Hush him out, Larry. Some old ignorant ass shit. I mean, damn. I said it anyway, y'all. I put a dollar in the jar. But yeah, they supposed to be debating, man. There's some old ignorant stuff, and that that's neither in there. But they've been going after the uh, the conscious. Uh, uh, the these the Christians been going after. I'm trying to find this brother's name again. I've been listening to him today, Doctor Eric. Uh, no, it's not one Eric. Oh man, wasn't I'm pulling it up here to one family. Yeah, Dr. Eric M. Mason. This dude named Dr. Eric M. Mason, man. He's been doing a lot of stuff uh, as a pastor. He's been going out to, and I, I got a clip I'm going to play too with him momentarily. But he's been going at these, uh, uh, the Israelite community. So Israel, y'all been, you know, he's been going out to some of these camps and I, and uh, going at them. And they, they kind of mad, y'all. These Christian churches, I'm going to tell y'all something. I was listening to him earlier a little bit, and I just had to stop so I can go ahead and, you know, finish studying up for the show. These Christian churches are mad, fam. Yeah, they mad. They mad at the Israelites. You know why? As I was listening to him on a lecture he did, and I give y'all that. Uh, let me find. Let me, let me so I can give y'all, y'all just in case y'all want to listen to it. It's called the Israelites, Black Hebrew Israelites infiltrating black the black church. Yeah, by uh, Eric Mason, Dr. Eric Mason. The, the YouTube clip is called The Black Hebrew Israelites Infiltrating the Black Church. i tell y'all what. I put that in the description on the show. Let me do that. I'll put that link in there <laughs> as well for those who might listen later. Uh, appreciate y'all who listening in live now who might be listening in later on the archives as well. Appreciate y'all. have y'all listening in. So the link will be in the description of the show. Um but yeah, I got to put this in there. Yeah, and what he was talking about some situations, man. They trying to prepare the church because they saying a lot of people, man, are leaving this church or the church. They leaving it because the Israelites, man, been getting in their era, and a lot of these people leaving the church now. And you, you know, but hey, you know what? But 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 Paul wrote that to the church. Said that there's gonna be a, in his letters they call epistles that is gonna be a great falling away, right? He ought to know, because hell, he wrote them and he told them some things that for the church that certain things they didn't have to do. They they under grace. They ain't got to deal with the law. We'll get into that too. So it's a great falling away. Hell, they in the homosexuality now. The church, yep, they sponsor homosexuality. Yep, I said it. They don't talk nothing bad about it. They ain't gonna say a damn thing about any uh, bad behavior. That ain't that ain't Torah, man. The Torah got laws, and you go in the book of Leviticus, sexual law. Said, do not prostitute out your daughters, man. They selling they prostitute out for, I mean, prostituting out their daughters for everything under the sun. Sometimes, you know, with their children, man, they turning their children out what, 
you might not be talking about regular prostitutes putting them on the street, which some of them actually are, but some of them are out here, man, prostituting their children out to the government. What you mean by prostituting they, they, Yeah, uh-huh. Trying to get these damn checks, playing like they children crazy, man, so they can get these goddamn government checks out here. So, you know, man, Israel, we don't do that, Jack. We don't do that. We and, and the Bible is specific. My mama called me today about something I posted where she was saying about it was saying Israel, you don't take money from prostitutes and stuff like that and, and, and bring it to the to the house of the Lord. You don't bring it to the Yahweh's house. Don't take money from prostitutes and bring it up in there. That was a scripture in there in the book of Deuteronomy twenty three and twenty seven. I'm thinking off the top of my dome, y'all. Uh but anyway, y'all, I'm going all over the place. Uh, but I want to get into something right fast before I get in here. And I, got, I know Chief, he, he, he probably want to crank up and get in here. Let me throw this out right fast. Um, got to talk about this. Just throw it in. It is off the subject, though. The King James. King James version. It was something that came to me the other day. And I don't want to put my brother's name out there. I ain't, it ain't like it ain't about that. But it, for everybody out there, though, that's, that's been this, this thing talking about King James was a homosexual. Yeah, King James was a homosexual. He was with the LGBT community before they was even LGBT. I've heard that before. Uh, 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 shalom, my brother. Shalom. Peace. Hold tip to you, my brother. Your brother said, oh, oh, the brother, oh, Lord, here they go with another silly-ass debate. <laughs> yes, sir, brother. Oh, damn. Appreciate that, bro. I'm glad you said that about that 501c3. I'm going to play that. I got to play that too, brother. Appreciate that. I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, what was I going? What was I going? Yeah, 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 yeah. But King Jang was a homosexual. That's what they say, y'all. King Jang was a homosexual. But don't y'all know, they said that uh, I ain't got the whole rundown. We're going to get into that too much tonight. But there's some people out here now. Y'all, y'all research it. You'll find out. And our brother, peace to uh, Shalom, my good brother, Daniela. Who did an excellent presentation and I was trying to send it to my brother Alpha Mayor. I was trying to send that to you. He did a great uh PowerPoint presentation on that. I got to find it and I'll email it to you, brother. As soon as I find it, I gotta go back through his his shows and archives and find it. He did where he showed some stuff in there, the book and everything that you can get and the whole thing. But the whole thing about King James, they said this rumor came out about what is Story about King James being a homosexual came out many years after he died. That someone wrote this book or put that out about him being a homosexual after he died. And uh, I've heard several people that did the information and said, you know, do the research and read the book or whatever. There's no, as, the, as in the country community, they want to say, where is your uh, primary sources? Where is your primary source? You know how they do in the country community now with, with these debates. They said there's no primary sources, even in the book or whatever, to uh, substantiate. Oh, damn. I had a Jesse Jackson, Jesse Jackson moment. I said a big word. I better not try it no more. Um, yeah, to show that uh, that these are true. And there was a lot of stuff that they said went on about King James. And, you know, so you're going to do your research on that one another time. But here's the thing I want to throw out, though, about the King James Version, because that seemed to be the only Bible that we primarily know of, since I'm talking about the King James, though. If we if, if the King James Version is a hindrance, if that's the only hindrance, 
why um, somebody might not want to read the Bible. Cool. If that's your, if that's you hang up, anybody's hang up. Why they don't want to read it? Well, I got a solution for you. There's some Bibles before the King James Version. Now, we can't take y'all back to the original manuscript because, hell, you'd be, you be hard-pressed. You damn sure ain't going to buy one of them out there. Or eBay, no other bait. Uh, Amazon, you're going to have to go to the museum somewhere, wherever they locked up at in the museum to get those. But the Dead Sea Strolls, I don't know about Dead Sea Strolls, manuscripts. But let's go. Before the King James, I'm going to give y'all the Bibles before the King James. So you can have, you don't want to read the King James since he was a homosexual. You can go back before King James. How about to St. Jerome? St. Jerome and 400, which they say 400 AD. Y'all know this Christian calendar after death or something they say. That's 400. St. Jerome, who wrote and translated uh, the, uh, the Vulgate, is actually the Vulgate Bible. Uh, the first one it was written in Latin. It started uh, Saint Jerome started translating the scriptures in Latin in about 382 and finished it 23 years later. Uh, the translation is called the Vulgate, the Latin Vulgate. Now you know that Latin, some of that old satanic ass Latin. Excuse me, y'all, I'm wrong, wrong show. But <clears throat> yeah, that that they got that. And you got the Wycliffe version that came out, Wycliffe Bible. They came out about eight, uh, thir- uh, 1380, about 1380 or 1382. Then you got, I'm trying to hurry up and get, you got the Tisdale. Now I got to give y'all some about these right here. You got the, Wiz- the Wycliffe and you also had the Tisdale. Let me give y'all some about this Tisdale, that history right fast about the uh, uh, Wycliffe and the Tisdale. Okay, where is my information? Where is it? Where is it? I got to read this about this because there was something crazy about them too. Okay, here's some. The first English Bible was translated uh, from Latin in about 1382, and it's called the Wycliffe Bible in honor of the priest of the an Oxford scholar, John Wycliffe. During his life lifetime, Wycliffe had wanted common people to have the Bible. He also criticized a number of church practices and policies. Uh-oh, that'll get you in some trouble. But check this out, y'all. Um, said Wycliffe, hey, you know, he had criticized the Bible, him and his followers. Now, it says the Bible was banned and burned. Forty years after Wycliffe's death, his bones was assumed and burned But and it, for, for him as they say, he was a heresy. Let me say it again, y'all. They banned the Bible. They banned it. They banned his Bible. The Wycliffe. Why? Wycliffe. Not Wycliffe Gene, you know, from, from the Fugees. Not him. Not him. But Wycliffe Bible. And they 40 years after the man there, they dug up his body, man, and burned his bones. Now, this is the Bible. Now, this is, this is what we say is the, the white man made the Bible up. It's the white man book. This is what they did to the dude, man. The white man book. Yeah, okay. But never mind. You know, that's a whole other show. But this is what they did to him. And also, we got uh, right after that, y'all, we had the Tisdale Bible about 1525, right? We ain't got the King James. We still ain't got the King James yet, y'all. We still ain't got the King James yet. So here's, here's wisdom. wisdom. 
by William Tisdale, a priest and Oxford scholar as well, who translated the New Testament from the Greek, but could not get approved, uh, could not get the approval to publish it in England. He moved to Germany and 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 printed Bible, smuggling them into England in sacks of cotton and flour. And in fifteen thirty five, he published part of the Old Testament. Uh, translated from Hebrew in 1536 Tisdale was strangled and burned at the stake his four words or final words were Lord open up the king of England's eyes now we still ain't got the Tisdale I mean King James yet that's 15 when he was killed that's 1536 what was he killed for y'all translating these bibles damn the white man killing the white man for trying to translate the bibles to fool negroes that's what we say in the conscious community that's what they say to make us slaves in the country go on brother now here's now now because we had the vulgate in 400 a.d the wide cliff 1380 tisdale 1525 then you got the coverdale 15 another 1535 the Matthew's Bible, 1537. You got the Great Bible, 1539. You got the Geneva Bible, which you still can buy the Geneva Bible. That's what I'm saying. If you don't want the, the homosexual thing, uh, 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 King James was the homosexual, y'all go over here and get that Geneva. They got them on eBay. I seen it on, e- on eBay. I never read it, but they still got it. And they even got the Tisdale Bibles y'all can buy. Mm-hmm. The Vulgate too, but anyway, they got the Bishop's Bible, fifteen sixty-eight. Still ain't got to the King James. Now we come to another one, y'all. I can't pronounce that damn word here on this one here, but there was another one right before the King James. It came out in sixteen ten. Sixteen ten. Well, hell, let's give y'all. What how you pronounce it, y'all? Help me out. Help me out. I get lit, uh, literacy sometimes. Illiterate sometimes. Here we go. D O U A Y. Y'all can pronounce that for brother Ari. Uh, but that's, that was 1610. And then they came out with the King James in 1611. And let me give y'all something about the history of the King James version right fast. Can I? May I? Shall I? Let me get it to y'all right fast. The King James version or the authorized version. King James I of England commissioned. 54 scholars to undertake a new Bible translation. Over the next six years, six teams of scholars using the Bishop Bible and the Tisdale Bible. See, he translated from some other Bibles. Uh-huh. Not he, but the translators. He had 54 scholars, right? Okay, they, they, and they translated um, using the Bishop Bible and the Tisdale Bible, as well as available Greek and Hebrew manuscripts. Um, complete the new yeah, to, and they completed the new version in 1611. The King James version, also called the Authorized Version, even though King James never gave the finished version um, of his raw approval. Uh, it also, let me see. Okay, yeah, and it was also revised several times. The edition used today was revised in 1769. It is the most popular Bible. Um, it was the most popular Bible for over 300 years. Yeah. So that's the that's the King James. But see, we a lot of us, we, 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 oh man, the King James version, the King James version is our good brother, uh, 
brother Chief Rabbi David Israel would say that's what they always holler. Even these camps out here talking about this damn King James. Excuse me, I shouldn't have said that. Get the 1611, King James. I seen that 1611. I don't want that damn 1611, man. Look, we <laughs> let me get y'all something right fast. Which one of y'all around here is today? Oh, how thou, old Romeo. Then come on, bro. We don't speak like that. So when they be doing, get get the King James version, man. It, it's 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 from from the truth. That's what a lot of these damn camps stuck in this goddamn King James version. And you know it, it, it and because they stuck in there because they can keep the controversy going. And, and, and instead of getting a, you can get some of these new ones. I like I got the New Living Translation because it's like speaking modern terms. And when you compare it to other Bibles, it's still the same thing. Ain't nothing changed. It's just modern term. You ain't you know when you get to that how thou. Oh, how thou said the Lord. Come on, bro. I, this ain't, look, we ain't Shakespeare. Like they said, people say that's that Shakespeare in English. We don't speak like that, bro. We say thee or thou or come here, not come hither. <laughs> come on. Y'all quit playing, man. You know, but anyway, when I heard them counts be talking about get the 1611, don't none of them even, they don't even read it like it is in the 1611. I don't hear them come out no come hither. When they be reading it, but that's neither here nor there. But let's get back to this. Brother, the Queen Jane version. Yeah, that's what they call it, the Queen Jane version. Oh, and since you said that, my brother, the LGBT community got their own Bible called the Queen's James Version. The King, the Queen's James. Yeah. I don't want to read that one, but yeah, they got their own Bible. Uh, brother Gino Jennings mentioned that, and he read some stuff out of it, and he 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 was talking about that one right there. He said, "Wow, a lot of translations of these Bibles, yeah, because they go back and you go back way back, man. You got the Dead Sea Scrolls. You can get the Dead Sea Scrolls where the Book of Isaiah was found uh, in those Qumran tablets. And if anybody want to say, hey, man, this stuff is not real, man, it's all made up. Well, I bet you won't tell the uh, the group of Essenes that in the uh, that was over there in the Qumran where they found these tablets in the Qumran. Y'all go, like I said, go in the museum. You can find it. Shit, you can buy the books." And, and and actually read them where they talked about the book of Isaiah. This and see what we're thinking and we're looking at today, man. We're looking at this this compilation that we got today. That these books that we got today in this whole complete uh form. And we criticize that. But you understand the way way we got them today, it wasn't always that way. You had different like just say for instance, um for the for the comedic community, when you, you when you got that book by jo, uh, uh, Wallace Buzz, the uh, what they call an Egyptian book of the dead, it wasn't no damn book. It was stuff that was taken out of out of the different tombs and and the monuments off the different walls of different temples, and he took and and then they had stroll. Well, that was the uh, pyramid text. I'm sorry, but they had these other books. And, and the pyramid text, and they had and uh, a world of stroll, and they took and they compiled and started putting stuff into a book off of those strolls. But you didn't have no book. So what we have today, even these Bible was different strolls and different tablets. And now we got them. They uh, modernize it, and and way we read them now with chapters and verses and all of this, it wasn't like that. You might got a stroll of Isaiah. You read that boy like a run-on sentence. No red lights, no periods, no commas, no question marks. One, none of that. They just read them straight. And now you got scholars over time have added chapters, 
verses to make it easy for us to read. So if actually when y'all read a chapter or a verse, you can, I bet you if you read it and just keep on going, like you get to like chapter one and you get to the end of chapter one and get ready to go into verse two. Some things out of church, and when you get to like whatever the last verse was in chapter one, when you get to verse two, you will see how it keep on completing itself. Because it, 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 that's how it was. It didn't come with no red lights, which we call periods today. It's just gone straight on. So these were, but what we got today that we, some of our criticize, that book, that book, yeah, these are compilations today. And it's all compiled. That's why certain things are taken out, some put in, because it wasn't never, it wasn't never a, a, as a whole at first anyway. You know what I'm saying? So we said we got the missing books. Well, so they were never in a book at first, at, at, you know, compile. You know what I mean? So that's neither here nor there. Brothers, it, uh, then Shakespeare had something to do with the Bible, as a matter of fact. They say that, man. See, that's a, that's a lot of, that that right there is a lot of bullshit in my brother. I remember that. I remember hearing that uh, as well. I remember Dr. York said that. Man, read Psalm 46. Well, I think it's yeah, Psalms 46. Start at 46 letters up, 46 back, and you're going to get the word shake, and then you're going to get the word spear. Shakespeare didn't. It, it, see, that's some more conscious community bullshit, too, my brother. Excuse my French. But let me let me get one out of that. That, that is. It, see, I, I've, I've heard all of this bullshit in myself with all of this shit, too. Can't, Shakespeare didn't write no damn Bible. You ain't gonna find nowhere where Shakespeare wrote no Bible or tr- even translated. Now that language that they wrote and that King James had it written in, it was to a plea of uh, somewhat appease a lot of the aristocrats because that's how a lot of them spoke back then. That's why even Shakespeare, when his writings, he wrote that, "Oh how thou, O Romeo." That's how the aristocrat. Like we get these proper speaking ass people around here today to speak proper. You know what I'm saying? Who want to be some uppity? You got some uppity-ass Nick Rose that go around here speaking all proper. It, and See? Never mind. That's never mind, y'all. But <laughs> that dude, the, the, get back to the Christian part, man. But let me, I got something. What, what, what are I supposed to be doing? What the hell are I supposed to be doing? What are I supposed to be doing? I wanted to play this song, but I ain't, dang, I got to find out what the clip was. Got what I named the clip. Let me find out the clip, family. Um... But yeah, but these, these these Christians, man, they 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 a trip, man. It's just it's been a trip. I've been listening to these these cats lately, and but but yeah, they are so so much in fear of the people leaving the church, and because they know a lot of people are waking up to the to the bullshitty that a lot of these churches are um, are doing out here, man. You know, they just misleading the people, and it's about all about money now. Is is all about money, you know. It used to be in the old churches, man. They was involved in in uh, social uh, activities and things. They was involved in things that was happening in the community. Uh, what I'm trying to say, social ills and uh, social justice and things that was happening in the community. And that's why y'all go back to the civil rights movement. Basically, everybody that was in that movement were some kind. Of, they had the title reverend. Now there's some stuff about Jesse Jackson. And uh, old Al Raglass or Al Sharpton, them they weren't no goddamn real preachers, they just y'all know they just got that title because it held some prestige. They couldn't even now, Jesse. I give y'all this something about Jesse, he took on 
Reverend, he had to get the word Reverend in his name because Dr. King wouldn't let them come in there, join that, uh, that group, Southern Christian Coalition. If they weren't no goddamn ministers, they weren't no rim. So he took a little couple of courses. Don't tell nobody, y'all. So just so he can get the uh, uh, word rim, and he didn't even graduate. That's why y'all don't see now church that Jesse Jackson ever pastored. Al Shab either rim. Don't tell nobody. We told y'all that. But uh, anyway, um, let me play this clip right fast, man. Let me write black. This is called "What Books Are Recommended to Combat Combat." Uh, Hebrew Israelites. This is right back, right out. This seven minutes, y'all. They got a couple of things in here they talk about that I want to uh, talk about in this one. Right back. So the first one we have, what books would you guys recommend to combat black Hebrew Israelite? Or even expound on that movement a little bit as well. Anybody? Uh, yeah, I think um, I think the, one of the keys to Hebrew Israelites is knowing your Bible. Because they're going to really hit you with your knowledge of the Bible. I think one of the things that's helpful for that is, um, I'm gonna look up this one on gospel, um, the, um, the relationship between law, the law and the new covenant. You really need to understand that. A good book to help with that is a book that may still be in print. It's called Continuity, Discontinuity. Very good book um, that, that came out like years ago, but it's not for Hebrew Israelites, but it's just you understanding that. There's also a new series that saw Southern Wait Baptist minute, Theological Seminary just put Israel. out on the Bible. One of it's just called the Ten Commandments. It's an orange. Is it orange or blue, um, Mo? The the one I get, the one I showed you. It's orange. Yeah, orange. And it's it's online. Also, Vocab Malone did put out a book on Hebrew Israelites. The title, don't let the title sort of take you off because it says Obama versus Hebrew Israelites. But he gives. It's more of a camp based book, so it's more of the camp. When you're looking at more of talking to more of the individualistic Hebrew Israelites or you going like Pastor Dowell and them or the dude in Louisiana, um, what's his name? The dude in Louisiana? The guy that got the church, he's basically a church, but they, they call themselves Israelites. I'll look it up in a second. But when it, comes to, when it comes to those type of groups, it's difficult to sort of pin them except for knowing your Bible. So, but those are the few books that I would recommend. Eric, one second. Explain... Old Testament versus New Testament knowledge and how the Hebrew Israelites will focus on Old Testament and lack of the church's knowledge of Old Testament. Great point. Thanks for um, helping me clarify that because um, I'm just running past stuff. So y'all keep doing that to me because um, I think it's helpful for me. Uh, I, one of the things that I don't think we know well is how the law relates to the new covenant. I think the church is very weak at that. I think we should just say, we're, under, we're not on the law, we're under grace, but the Bible says all scripture is profitable for doctrine. So that means that we should, we should be getting doctrine about God. But Jesus says, you search the scriptures for in them you think you find eternal life, but they all speak of me. He was talking about Genesis to Malachi, not Matthew to Revelation in context. And so that means that there is things about Jesus Christ that we can learn from studying the law of Moses, the prophets, the Proverbs. And so I think that one of the things that we need to be, and I think pastors need to know this very, very well, you, for yourself, how does the Old Testament relate to the New Covenant? Um, what does it mean in Matthew chapter 5, 17, when it says, um, Jesus, I did not come to, dis uh, to abolish or destroy the law. I came to fulfill it. What does fulfill mean? How does Galatians help us to understand the law? How does Romans help us to understand the law? 
And so I think it's, and, and, and how does um, Colossians chapter 2 help us to understand the law, key law passages. I think it's very, very helpful for you to have within the matrix of your system, you and I, for us to understand how does the law of Moses, whether we break it up into civil, moral uh, uh, law or not, how do we understand how that relates to the new covenant? Uh, we've just been, we just came out of a series at the church called Set the Captives Free at Crossover. But the one section of the series that we didn't get a chance to uh, complete before the end of the year, but we will come back to it this year, is those that have been held spiritually captive. And I'm glad that Eric mentioned Colossians 2, uh, 8, 8 through 23. That's something that you need to write down, Colossians 2, 8 through 23. So when a person asks a great question like, what books do you recommend to combat the black Hebrew Israelite? And Eric says, know your Bible. That's not a simplistic answer. Because there are books that we can read that are written by men, but at the end of the day, Paul was confounding men's wisdom by the word of God. And so when you know what Colossians chapter 2, verse 8 through 23, let no man take you captive by vain philosophies. And, uh, and then he goes into talking about things concerning the law, all things that are mere shadows of the picture of the person of Christ. And so Colossians 2, 8 through 23 is something big that we as Christians need to be looking at in terms of understanding the law and understanding Christ and him being supreme over all of that and, and then how he shows up through it. So those are big things in terms of being able to combat uh, black Hebrew, Hebrew Israelites. Yes. And, and everybody, for the most part, raise your hand if you're familiar with the black Hebrew Israelites. Raise your hand if you've heard the term. Raise your hand if you've never heard the term. Okay, got you. Yeah. One of you guys give a sentence that you just explain what their belief system is and what they try to push on. So, so essentially, we got to be careful even with the, the label black Hebrew Israelite. So to Dr. Mason's talk, you have to, we have to dispel the idea that Israelites can't be black. I mean, the, the biblical Israelites had melanin. Uh, so, so there's nothing wrong with affirming that reality, that if, if you embrace the idea that the biblical Jews were fair-skinned people with curly sideburns, you've been whitewashed. And so we, we have to make sure we understand that the biblical Israelites had melanin in their skin and that's that's not making the bible black that's just being historical so it, they don't they're not necessarily always called black hebrew israelites the reason we do that is because we don't think that israelites can be black so we okay. got to deal with our own internal issue with the fact that it, it's okay to to know that biblical israel had melanin uh, but the the basic premise is that uh white people are edomites and so, therefore, they are lost, and some some camps would believe that they're incapable of salvation, that they need to they need to bow down to black to the black man who is God's chosen people, and then they will be perpetual slaves even in glory. Now, within Hebrew Israelites, you have different camps. You have GMS, which stands for Great Millstone. You have IUIC, the Israel United in Christ, and there are different sects of Hebrew Israelites where some believe in reincarnation. You had a brother who literally looked like Freeway the Rapper calling himself the Holy Spirit, calling himself the Comforter, and people were believing that. So you got different sects of the Hebrew Israelites, but at the, 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 the foundational premise of pretty much all of them is that uh, black and brown, which are pretty much other uh, minorities, not just black people, but black and brown people are God's chosen people. White people are cursed because they are pretty much of the seed of Esau. They are Edomites. 
and they are perpetually lost. That's kind of the base foundation. It's more to it than that, but at the end, that, that's, that's kind of the unifying liar. But then some of them reject Paul, some of them embrace Paul, some reject reincarnation, some believe in reincarnation. So you, it, gets a, it gets a little tricky once you kind of get into it. The book, real quick, is um, by my- all right, fam. I just stopped it right there. I stopped it right there. Yeah, see, that's the daily panel they had that uh, talking about how to what. Well, they had different parts of the daily panel, but that was just one aspect of it. Uh, what books recommended books to combat Hebrew Israelites? Now, none of the books that they actually tell, talk about or suggested was anything dealing with uh, learning the history of Israelites. Or the he or you know biblical Hebrews, just just the biblical Hebrews. We ain't even got to say black Hebrew Israelites. We ain't got to go with that. But just when you study just the history. Now one thing, I never heard them even bring up that the book of uh, Josephus, you know, so-called uh, uh, Jewish scholar. Now we're using this term Jewish uh, scholar dealing with the, uh, the writing of the. Uh, you know, the history of the Israelites and then the captivity, the Jewish, so-called Jewish wars or nothing. See, this is what I'm talking about. They they don't understand. They don't read none of that. So how can you go up against the Hebrew Israelites and saying what they're teaching is wrong if you know nothing about the true history of the Israelites? See, he knows everything they talk about. No, he brought, he brought up about a book and he said it's not for Hebrews. Now. See, and this is why I was talking to some sisters and brothers the other day, and I was talking about uh, preachers who say they call to preach, but they go to school. They go into seminary schools, which, you know, we like to make fun and call it cemetery schools. Now, I got some theology books, and I have gotten uh, – I got one called Life Through Theology, and it's primarily Christian from a seminary school. I didn't go to seminary schools, y'all. I'm going to make that clear for the record. I didn't go to seminary schools, but I just got a hold to the book. Um, but anyway, what they are taught, and I was even talking to some Christian uh, brothers and sisters that um, I, I ran, a, I mean, I, you know, I meet and talk to, and I was telling them about, you know, when, when they go to these seminary schools, they're only taught a Christian seminary. They're giving them the aspect of teaching them all of indoctrinating them in um, Christianity, European. Let me say this, European or Westernized. And that's the difference with this, too. This Westernized Christianity. That's the only thing they indoctrinate them. They're not truly trying to, because I'd be asking some questions. I got a you know, co-worker who goes to a seminary, and I'd be asking some certain questions. I ask them a certain question sometimes about certain things, what they learn, and then this and that. I'm, I get, try to get nosy to see what they're going to talk or ask. But they're only learning, sisters and brothers, how to go in and teach you about Christianity. So you hear all of them pastors. That's why they're always quoting Paul, because that's who... As a Gentile, as a Gentile, because Paul said, let me, I got to pull that out. Let me see, Romans 11, and what Paul said that he's an apostle to the Gentile. Now, this is Paul's uh, 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 quotes, not mine, but he said that he is an apostle to the Gentile. And he said that he, in reason, he said he kind of went to the Gentile because he wanted to make the Jews or the Israelites jealous. 
and by let me let me read it, y'all. I'm gonna get y'all some scripture. Then I got this other book I'm gonna quote from. Uh, uh, it's called the I read it a couple of times. Christy Christian history made easy, and I get y'all of this from uh, from that. I've read it a couple of times. So I told y'all, man, you 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 invest in your education. You invest in your education. You want to be properly educated, invest in them. Spend some money on y'all education. Like you go to these goddamn colleges and these universities, you're going to spend some money, thousands of dollars. Even in you and your home life, man, you spend some money and invest in your education. Buy you some stuff to ha- educate yourself, man. I don't care if you just researching on this. Buy the proper tools you need so you can get a proper understanding or overstanding or whatever you're getting into, Susan. But that's just plain and simple, other than that. Um, but there's something where Paul says right here. Uh the book of um the book of Romans, chapter eleven, verse thirteen. He says, However, those who those of you who are Gentiles, I say this. Now I'm reading from the complete book of uh, uh not my my um uh, Complete Jewish study Bible. Now, there's complete Jewish study Bible here now. So, because I'm going in, because they go to Messianic, you don't have all the Christian uh, contemporary notes to it. That's that's on the difference here a little bit. This word is a little bit from King James, but that's all right. That's all right. But anyway, um, one more time 11 and 13 Romans. However, to those who are Gentiles, I say, say this since myself being an um, apostle, Sent to the Gentiles, I make known the importance of my work in the hopes that somehow I may provoke some of my own people to jealousy and save some of them. Now, who was his own people? Who was his own people? Let's go. Let's go back up. We got to go to chapter one. Let's let's remember what he said. Now, let me go back in one minute. He says, in hope. Uh, that somehow I provoke some of my own people to jealousy and save some of them. But he said, I was sent, I am an apostle to the Gentiles, meaning these other nations other than the tribe of Israel, the children of Israel. As as we go into, you go in the book of uh, Matthews 10 and 5, uh, where y'all see where it says uh, the Messiah uh, said that, I am only sent to the lost children of the house of Israel, the lost sheep of the house of Israel, Shalakia. I'm only sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He said that in the Matthews a couple of times. Even when he went to the Canaanite woman, I was only sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. It, that's what he said. We go back to chapter 1, I mean uh, chapter 11, verse 1, so we can see what Paul said when he talked about who is his people. Number 1, verse 11 and 1 says, in that case, I say, isn't it that God has impeded, impeded on the people? Heavens forbid, for I myself am a son of Israel. Let me get let me get the King James version, y'all. Let me get the King James version, because I know some of them. No, nah, I don't like them versions. Let me get the King James version for y'all. Let me get the King James so y'all can get it. Go back. Let me go back. Let me go back. Romans 11 and 1. Romans 11 and 1. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to get it tonight. We're going to bring it out, as we say in, in, in Yashallah. Bring it out. So we don't want no misunderstanding. We don't want you fizzing around, trying to get away. Here go Paul again. What did he say? He said, I say then, have God cast away his people? God forbid. For I am an Israelite of the seed of Abraham, the tribe of Benjamin. Remember now, Paul was all himself. He was a Israelite from the tribe of 
Benjamin, and also he was a Pharisee. So this is what he was talking about when he said, I wanted to provoke my people to jealousy. So he so he said, even if Paul was even going in it, y'all keep reading more into that, uh, the whole thing. He was saying that I, since the Jews, you know, salvation supposed to come first to them. But since they didn't want to accept it, we're going gonna, gonna to bring the salvation to you. I'm going to bring the teaching to you that maybe by me bringing the teaching to something, the teaching to y'all, I can make them jealous and might save some of them because, see, the salvation was offered to them first and they don't want to take it. So, you know what I'm saying? If, 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 if they see me, it's just like, you know, with a child, right? You try to give a child some, some, a, a bag of chips or something and they like, I don't want that. I don't want that. And you get two children, you know, you got to, you know, you got the two children, try to go to one, well, take these chips, I don't want them. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to give them your chips then. They start getting a little jealous. No, I want my chip, I want them, I want them. What you, what you going to say, you should have took them at first. No, too late now, I don't gave to them none. They're going to start pouting, because they should they, they should have took the damn chips when they when they was off of them. But, you know, you know that's how I'm getting. I'm just trying to get the best example I can. But that's how Paul was trying to figure that by him going to the Gentiles and taking this word to the Gentiles, he figured, man, some of these people that the Jews were hard-headed, the Most High was always trying to reach, and you know, and but they didn't want to do it. They didn't want to accept the, the the teaching. They want to do everything they want to do on their damn own. They want to do the Alistair Crawley, y'all do as their own will. So this how a lot of the now today that a lot of you, you know, Christians, y'all modern day Christians, got y'all Christianity because of Paul, because he said that. He's the apostle to the Gentile. This is why y'all always quote Paul. And y'all say that y'all are followers of so-called who? Jesus Christ, as y'all say. But y'all don't never really quote nothing out of Matthew. Paul said this. Paul said that. Y'all even got churches named after Paul. St. Paul's Baptist Church. Huh? St. Peter's Baptist. Y'all got... Never mind, man. See, See there? But let let me go here, man. This book right here, family, right fast. Uh, Christian history made easy. So Christians, y'all got to understand, man. Y'all do y'all history, man. Read the history, man, to be be understand. Some some aspects. I, Cause I listen, I talk to some Christian man. Some part we on the same page, but sometimes they jump off the boat and and they want to start espousing this this Westernized Christian. Uh, doctrine on not be trying to tell him, whoa, 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 you got to go back and understand the book now. And I even got to talk to him like it's a messianic, right? I said, y'all got to understand, man, with the teaching. Now I got to give it to them. I got to talk in their language. They understand. So I got to use the Jesus and the Christ and this, that, and another uh, uh, in a language they can try to understand. I'm like, well, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Now that's not what he said. Uh, and, and here's something because when Easter just passed, fam, all right, so I asked them. When they celebrate Easter, and we all really really look up now. That said Easter in the Bible one time, but y'all know what y'all know what the word Easter was mean Passover. So when y'all see the so-called Hebrews or the Jews, the so-called uh, uh, having Passover, that's what a Christian's supposed to be having that same Passover, but they over there with the Easter bunnies and the rabbits and bull crap. That ain't that ain't what even what they're supposed to be doing. So when I even asked this, what were the disciples 
in Jesus. When they saw that last supper, as they say, or the last meal, what was that meal? What were they even gathering for that last meal, or even about? Because if that they they won't, they damn they don't, they don't know. Hey, I'll be honest. And I tell them when you go and look at it, he was still keeping as Hebrew tradition or Israelite tradition the Passover, the Passover meal. That they were doing. That's why they was there. They just weren't having no damn uh, 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 Saturday night get together. You know what I'm saying? Playing for to play no dominoes and spades. They was getting ready for the Passover feast, and that's why they was there to have that meal. So y'all, so when y'all having time out Easter and all this, girl, y'all are not even following what y'all the person who y'all say y'all follow. Y'all not even following the tradition about what he's doing. You got uh, uh, Christmas and all this other stuff. There's nothing scriptural about Christmas. There's nothing. What do y'all see even the disciples, Christian? Since y'all celebrate Christmas, which y'all say is Jesus' birthday. Okay, I give y'all that. I, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. But but before I give it to you, though, you got to give me some. Give it to me biblically. What do y'all saw that the disciples? Because I like to follow the Bible now. Follow the book. As y'all say, some of y'all say y'all do, right? Okay, so if Paul, even Paul, I'm going to give y'all Paul, because it's y'all disciple, apostle. Where did Paul even tell y'all or demonstrate where y'all saw the disciples celebrating what y'all call Jesus or the Messiah's birthday after his passing? Hell, even when he was living. But we just get y'all after he died. Okay, we'll keep that. We'll forget that. We're gone. What do y'all see? What where y'all get that at? Where is that in the scripture where it tells you to celebrate his birthday? I'm waiting. I'll be waiting a long time. But where is that in the scripture? I probably hadn't read it. Maybe the chief rabbi had never read it. I don't know, but what where is that in the scripture? Maybe I'm about to Google search it. Where is that in the scripture where y'all were the disciples? After his after so-called crucifixion, what was it they started celebrating his birthday? Forget the month. Forget the year. I mean, forget the month. We ain't going to argue about the month, December 25th. We ain't going to argue about that. But we just want to see somewhere in there where it tells you to celebrate his birthday, to commemorate his birthday. Because the Hebrews didn't commemorate his birthday. They damn sure didn't. So where y'all get that from? Where y'all get that from? All these stuff that y'all got. Where y'all get this from? Oh, I can, I can tell you where that's come from, the goddamn Roman Catholic Church, but that's a whole nother story. <sighs> but let's go right here. Let's get this book, man. Who were the Christians anyway? This is how this book asked, <laughs> asked this question. Christians made easy. Page uh, 10. Who were the Christians anyway? Mm. It says, what is a Christian? If someone asks you that question, um, you couldn't possibly come up with a response without much thought. Chances are you would say something like, it's someone who has trusted Jesus as Savior and Lord. But if, but what if you lived in a world in which only a small percentage of the population had even heard of Jesus? In the first decade, let me know, Shalakia. In the first few decades um, of Christian faith, followers of Jesus struggled to help people around them understand 
what was really meant to be a Christian. And understand too, family, this word Christian um, was non-existent at that particular time. That you know they, the disciples appeared and they didn't know nothing about the damn word Christian. Let's let's get that clear. They would have been understand that this followers of the Messiah or something like that messianic. Uh, or whatever, you know, they wouldn't have known this Christian term, but we're just going to ride with that tonight. It says, from the Roman perspective, Christians were simply one more Jewish set or Israelite set. Now, they give you this scripture, Acts 16 and 20. Acts 16 and 20. The Jewish faith was recognized throughout the Roman uh, Empire. So this association protected Christians in many areas. Yet, according to some Jewish leaders, Christians were renegades. They were wild as hell, man. <laughs> but anyway, they were renegades who had abandoned. Uh-oh. See, this is why. This is answer, y'all, why they celebrate Christmas. They don't follow the, the, the actual uh, way that the actual Israelites was keeping up with the true Passover, the uh, uh, what was that? The dedication or uh, uh, the feast of dedications? They didn't, they didn't, they didn't come up. They didn't follow none of the ways that their so-called Messiah, the person who they claimed to believe in his teachings and in examples, they got away from all of that and started going their own way. But here's something right fast, y'all. It says, uh, it says yet the Jewish, uh, yet according to the Jewish leaders. Uh, 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 Christians were renegades who had abandoned the ancient and 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 uh, ancient uh, Jewish faith. Christians claim that their faith fulfilled the Jewish law. Gee, this is where they get to also again. And I and I had a scripture right there, and I, I got to see the chief ready to come in. And uh, where do you actually see where Paul them talking about they're not under the law no more? That's why you hear a lot of Christians say they're not under the law no more, but they under faith and grace. Uh, only thing they got to do is just have faith, and that's why some things in this they call the uh, the Baptist Church. They got this thing about once say all say uh, once saved always say. So no matter what they do, they can go out here and buy up all the prostitutes in the street. They always feel they're going to be saved. They can smoke up all the dope. They can go murder up everybody. They can be, that's why they got homosexuals out here now. They homosexuals say, I, I used to go to church. God loves everybody, though, because they think in hell once, because they believe they took their little dope. I mean, they took their little thing. I believe in the Lord Jesus Jesus Christ. He's my Lord. He's my Savior. He died for my sins. They take that, what they call the, the sinner's prayer, and they thinking. That's going to cover them for the rest of their damn life. And they said, once saved, always saved. Now, that's some of the teaching from the Baptist church. Not all churches, but just some of these Baptist churches, especially a lot of them with this Southern Baptist church that believe in this. Once saved, always saved. So they can go out and do all the God they're going to sin in the world they want to because they believe once they take that and say they believe in Jesus, they covered in the blood of the Lamb. That's what they believe. So, you know, they can do what they want to, man. They can eat what they want to. They can do all that, bro, in the name of Jesus, in the name of being covered in the blood. I'm telling you, man. But see, that ain't what, that's not what the Messiah said. What did, what did the Messiah say? I did not come to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy the law or the prophets. It said to all been fulfilled. Here we go. Not one jot or one Tittle should pass away 
from the law to all have been fulfilled. Hold on, I skipped some out of y'all. It said to heaven and earth pass. Not uh oh, that's the key point. I've just said two words. And to heaven and earth pass, not one jot or one tittle should pass from the law to all be fulfilled. Now they said the law was done away with when Jesus died on the cross and rose on the third day. Now that's that's what they say. It wasn't no three damn days regardless. They I don't know how they get that three. I don't know what kind of mathematics they got. But anyway, this is what they believe. They said when he died on that cross and shed his blood, all had been fulfilled. But wait a minute. Did everybody die that day? Did heaven and earth pass? See, that's the part they leave out. That's the part they don't want to touch. See, they did heaven and earth pass away when y'all said he died on the cross? No, it did not because it, you know it couldn't have because his disciples kept on teaching and, and, and many years after he was so-called crucified on the cross. So we know damn well that the law can't be done. It couldn't have been done away with because he said not one jot a one tittle should be done away from the law until heaven and earth pass. We know doggone well. Hitler came out of it. Man, Hitler don't came out the uh, uh, so-called Yahweh Shai. Hell, we don't had all kind of stuff don't happen after that time. So what the hell y'all talking about, man? Where y'all getting this from? Y'all getting it in the name of the kings. They getting it from Paul. And, and I, I got today, here's something right fast. I got this, um, the Chronological Life Application Study Bible, the New Living Translation. They have like little notes at the top. Here we go, y'all. This is something they said going back to Romans, uh, to the book of Romans 7. Uh, and it started off at the header. They got little headers at the top, y'all. And it says, no longer bound to the law. This is what they got in here, man. No longer bound by the law. This is what they got. Wait, wait, wait. Let me go. Let me give y'all something. This is another one right fast. Uh, 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 Romans 6 and 15. This I'm reading from the New Living Translation. And it says, well, then, since God's grace has set us free from the law, does that mean we can go on sinning? He said that God's grace. Have set us, see, this is what Paul is teaching y'all, Christian, that y'all are under grace now. See, Jesus died and gave y'all grace. You no longer are bound by the law. See, he's telling y'all that because, see, y'all, the, the, the other Gentile nations, right, they were, they were never under the covenant. They were truly never bound by the law of the Most High because they didn't have make that covenant. The covenant wasn't made with them. Moshe or Moses didn't never come to them with that law. So this is why he telling them these outside nations, y'all are not bound by that. You don't have to follow the same rules. Like, you know, like your neighbor, you know what I'm saying? You, you know, like you, you you got they got, you know, like the, you were the like just think about it. you're a really small child. Hey man, I ain't gotta abide by it. I don't live over here. I don't I don't I ain't gotta abide by the rules in your house. Like, you know what I'm saying, like oh my house. I ain't gotta do that. Y'all mama, your mama strict on y'all, man. Y'all got a lot of rules in y'all house. My mama don't even be strict on me like that. See, see, you know what I'm saying? See, this is the same way. See, from another nation, they weren't bound by those laws. So this is what Paul talking to these other outside nations and telling them y'all ain't bound by them laws. So they just say y'all got grace now because as long as y'all believe in Jesus Christ, 
Y'all got grace. Y'all got faith. Y'all not under those Mosaic laws. So in going back right fast, let me hear up. Let me hear up. Uh, 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 Romans seven and uh, uh, four is something else Paul was saying. He said, my, still in the New Living Translation, my dear brothers and sisters, uh, this is the point. You died to the power of the law when you died with Christ. See what he's telling them. See what he's telling these, these. This is what he was telling the other nation, the outside nation. He wasn't talking to Yahshua Allah. He wasn't talking to Israel with this. He was talking to these other Gentile nations, telling them y'all died with the power of the law. <laughs> Let me see another thing he said right here. Uh, uh, same chapter, chapter seven and verse six. He says that now we have been released from the law, for we died to it and are no longer captive. To its power. Now we can serve God not in the old way of uh, obeying the letter of the law, but in the new way of living in the spirit. So this is why you can have these tambourine, these gay tambourine players up in the church. You got these choir gay choir directors up in the church. This is why T.D. Jakes them telling y'all, look, well, look, man, we just got to love on everybody. God loves everybody, but that ain't what the scriptures say. Let me, Dave, I, I, I got to get one more, brother, and, I, and I'm going to shut up. I got to get one more. Let me give y'all another thing. See, when they telling y'all that, even Paul did say that. Homosexuals can't get into the heaven. That's what Paul tell y'all. But going back to Leviticus, Romans, uh, Revelation, right, fast. I'm going to hear up. I got to hear up. I got to hear up. Y'all. I'm, I'm trying to trying to speed it up. I might get a speeding ticket. Revelation chapter tw- 22, the last chapter in the book of Revelation. And I'm just getting this over the Christian family who believe in it. So when he's telling y'all, y'all ain't got to believe in the law no more because now that law goes way back about the homosexuals and all of this stuff, this LGBT community for y'all. It goes way back to the book of Leviticus. Now, I know y'all said, Paul said, y'all ain't under the law no more, but check this out. This is one thing that it says here in, uh, in, in, in when John John the Revelator had a vision in the book of 22, and he talked about the Son of Man. But this something in uh, 22 and 14 says, now this is from the Complete Jewish Study Bible, give a, give a uh, uh, modern breakdown of it so y'all can really get understanding. Here you go. 22 and 14 says, how blessed are those who wash their robes so that they may have the right to eat from the tree of life and go through the gates into the city. Check this out, y'all. It says outside are the homosexuals, those involved in the occult and with drugs, you weed smokers, you crack smokers, you peel poppers, uh-huh. and the sexual immoral, the murderers. The idol worshippers and everyone who love to practice falsehood, I, Yahshua, have set, set my angel to give you the testimony for the messianic community. See, this book right here, the complete Jewish Bible, you see, I didn't, I didn't add that word messianic. This is what it was called, those who were following the, 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 uh, the Messiah or the Mashiach, a Mashiach and whatever y'all want to say, uh, a Mashur or whatever. It wasn't no Christian. They didn't call it that. It was one who followed that person they was calling the Messiah, the anointed one. But let me give y'all one more time. It says, outside of those gates, you go, who is going to be? The homosexuals. Now, this is when the so-called, according to the Red Book of Revelation, y'all, I'm getting out to those who subscribe to that. I ain't talking about everybody that's out here. But it's saying that 
outside that new Jerusalem, outside the new heaven and the new earth, because there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth, it's going to be sitting outside the gates, them 12 gates that represent the 12 tribes of Israel. Y'all didn't know that, though, it's. It's going to be the homosexuals sitting outside the gate, looking, trying to look over the gate, trying to look in, see us having a funky good time, as James Brown say. It's, it's going to be the homosexuals looking outside the gate, sitting outside the gate. Those who were involved in the cult, all you witches and you warlocks and you suit sales and all that, y'all too. You, like I said, the pill poppers instead of drugs, the sexual morals, the murderers, the idol worshippers, all of these who love to practice falsehood, lying to the black community about the doctrines and different teachings and such and such. Y'all ass, well, let me shut up. I ain't gonna say it. Let me bring the chief in here, man. Come, I tell you. I had another one I was going to play later, but it's about 14 minutes long. Yeah, brother. But see, brother, he see the BS with Paul. But see, Paul plays a, he plays an intricate part, though. I mean, he, he, he has a mission, but it just wasn't for the Israelites. Paul, and I'm kind of looking at Paul in a different way, but see, he had something he was trying to do. But 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 did Paul did kind of that's why a lot of confusion as the Christians don't understand. That's why I say, brother, they got to go and understand this book, man, or the Israelite history. And even that person who they claim to follow, who was so-called Jesus or, or Yahshua, who was an Israelite, who was a Hebrew, who followed the Hebraic customs and tradition and the feast days, all of that, that none of them today follow. Because Paul told them they ain't got to do it because they weren't Jewish or they weren't Hebrews. They weren't Israelites. So they didn't have to do that. All the thing they had to do was just believe on the word of the Messiah, and they were straight. They cool. That's what Paul told them. So that's why he said, I am apostle to the Gentiles. So this is where the class comes in between the so-called Israelites and what these modern, that's why I put in that term, these modern day Christians, because the, if we want to give it the word Christian, at the time that the Messiah was walking, those who followed him kept on following. And most of them, most of them were Israelites who believed that he was the Messiah and, and followed his teaching as he was teaching. Because he said, the words I speak are not my own, but from the one who sent me, from the Father. But now you got these modern-day Christians turning around and worshiping who? So-called Jesus. They don't forget all about Abba, which we said Father. They forgot all about the Most High. They worshiping the messenger. It, just, it would be just like the nation of Islam right now worshiping Farrakhan. That's how it would be. That's how it would be. Instead of them going and, oh, damn, I hate to bring that name up. <laughs> Instead of worshiping Farad with shit, they shouldn't. They would turn around and worship Farrakhan. Which is, that's how they would be. But, it, it, and see, this is where, like I said, one more time, when people don't understand the book, brother, this is why we argue with, this is why the Christians are arguing with, the Hebrew Israelites and the Hebrew Israelites are going at it with the Christians and really don't understand if they understood the book, they'll see the commonality. And so this is why when that pastor I was talking about, bro, he 
they upset. The Christian churches are upset because a lot of people are leaving the Christian church and waking up, and they 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 getting away from their Christianity because they actually start reading for themselves, and they're finding out the history and finding out this is wrong, especially this Western Christianity, especially the Western Christianity. Now, the Roman Christianity at the time of Rome is what started all the confusion. And even more so when we got into this Western Christianity, really don't flip the script. So I said, man, this it's 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 really mixtaped out here, brother. It's it's mixtaped like a mother sucker. And like I said, these preachers going in here and they're scared, man, because the the when the people leave, they leaving, they money go. See that 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 salary that they own, it goes away. And people are starting to come back and getting in their tradition. I mean, getting back into the and going worshiping the Most High as a spirit. They ain't worshiping no goddamn. I mean, excuse me. They're not worshiping no Jesus. They ain't getting in all that other bull crap. They coming back into their own man and just understanding a lot of stuff and not being uh, uh, fooled by these 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 preachers, man. Who ain't ain't meaning them no damn good. And that's not all of them. You know, you got some preachers that's waking up. And coming back to know who they are because it said, like we said, Quam Yashala, Rise of Israel. A lot of them who are actually Christians finding out that, well, damn, we still following the Messiah, but we just not going under this Christian, this Romanized um, doctrine. Yes, their brother, they're worshiping people, most definitely. They're not going under this Catholicism. And that's what these modern day Christians are under Catholicism. And and the, and the flip part of the Catholicism, it started with Catholicism and going on. So they don't even understand, brother. They got to read, man. That's why I'm saying, Christian, y'all read, man. These preachers who trying to go up against them Israelites and, and, and go up against the country community, you know why they going up against them? Because they scared. They know that y'all are waking up. And, and, and they trying to hold on. That's their last stronghold. <laughs> yes, sir. Go ahead. Shalom, Chief. Hey. And shalom, shalom. Sorry for coming in late. Are you good, brother? Uh, had, some, had some stuff. Sorry, I had some stuff I had to do on my day off. Um, shalom, shalom. Uh, peace to high priest. You're going into it tonight on Liberation Tabernacle Ministries, Live Live Radio, Culture Freedom Nation, man. Oh man, elder, chief rabbi in the house. Oh man, Paroka Tado Nala Hino Malakalam. Going to scripture, Deuteronomy 6 and 4 says, Shema Israel, the Nala Hino, the Naka, Hell Israel, the Lord our God is one. Now, let me get out of scripture. It says, Matthew 6. And 24, it says, no man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. Um, now, when we get into that mammon, we all know that's money, and we know that a lot of the Christian church like the high priest been breaking down, they serve two gods, they serve Jesus, and they serve money. So what I want to get into is when we get into the uh, Hebrews, 
Hebrew Israelite, a lot of the Messianic Hebrews, a lot of them are Christians. And a lot of the Christians, a lot of them, they have the same mindset. A lot of them are about money. So when it comes time for the money, the money is being lost. I've noticed that, you know, uh, I like I tell you before, one time, you know, I was homeless. And uh, Christian church, you know, I didn't get no help from the Christian church like, you know, like back in the day. You know, at one time, the Christian church, they would house you up, you know, uh, pay your tuition, help you out, do a lot for you. You know, nowadays, a lot of the churches, synagogues, you know, they're all the same thing. So when it comes time for the Hebrews, you know, we're going to see the same thing with a lot of Messianic Hebrews. We're going to see the same, you know. And the Christian church, they know it. They know it. They know we got Messianic Hebrews that's doing the same bullshit that a lot of Christian churches are doing. So the Christian church, what I can say about that is, man, the money, you know, you're not doing nothing with it. You know, pastor get his Cadillac, his gold tooth, and his finger waves on, on New Pastor Stacey Adams. You know, a lot of Messianic Hebrews, the same going for them too. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got to say is the money. High Priest, I think you brought that up a, a whole bunch of times. The money, the money is what they losing out on it. You know, if there's no people, there's no money. Because 501c3, and I've worked for 501c3 ministries at one point uh, in my uh time and uh as being a Hebrew and um I will say the more members they have the more grant money that they can get. So with less members the less money that they get and the less grant money they get. So um that's all I gotta say as far as you know, these Christian churches, these masses, you know, even the masses, even Islam. You know, the non-profits, you know, Farrakhan, he's linked up with uh, Father Flugger. I don't know if I sent you the link. You know, so the Christian church, the Roman Catholic church, you know, the the, the money issue, you know, is, 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 is a problem. So what's happening is since there's no money, they can't stand so they have to connect with one another. They have to. So the so this is what's happening. You know, we will see this. I remember back in the day, you know, Pastor Willie Wilson, uh, he linked up with Minister Farrakhan and they created a group called the Dope Busters who claimed to clean up they was going to clean up the projects in D.C. and uh, Mayfair Mansions. And him and Aline Muhammad had started a 
you know, uh, AIDS cure and AIDS and cancer clinic. And all I've got to say is that shit didn't last long. Shit didn't last long. None of these projects that a lot of the uh, Christian churches come up with seem to last long anymore. You know, so a lot of them, they have to come up with scams together. And a lot of them are working together. The Christian church, the mosque, Scientology, you know, masses, they're all linking up because it's, it's this week. You know, I hate to say high priest, but religion, period, is, 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 is done. It's done. Religion, period, is done. It ain't going to be no more, you know, religion. You know, when we're looking at the whole of Babylon, which is mentioned in Revelation, the 17th chapter, you know, it said that the whole of Babylon was going to fall. That's the Christian church. That's the Virgin Mary. You know, that's that's the 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 Virgin Mary. And you know who the Virgin Mary is? The mother of Jesus. So all this shit is, is falling. And that's so, and, and, and what do you mean though about uh, no religions? Because, you know some people say they say that but nobody's never really clear on what they mean by religion. Because even though well, Egypt's spirituality, I I got some scholars, some books from certain scholars. How they mention uh, Egypt, the the uh, traditions they call it the Egyptian um, uh, dealing with the Netherus and all, they still call it a religion. So, because I, I always hear that a lot, religion is falling, but nobody's really precise on what they mean by religion. Because pr- primarily, when people I hear people say that, they're primarily talking about Islam and Christianity or something. So, what do we well, mean by well? I'm dealing religion. with religion. I'm dealing with Organized, organized organizations. Okay, I can ride that, with that. That organize of, of of like like organizations that are organized to believe in God and they push God, certain gods, and and they 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 coming together. They come together and worship. Certain deities. That's what I mean by religion. And yeah, because I, I got you. Yeah, because I, 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 I mean, we need to start making sure we, 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 we you know, we give some Group, clarity yeah, on that. Cause I think yeah. a lot of people get missed up, mixed up with that, and that's why a lot of people. I don't need every religion, but they never be precise. And uh, and there's a lot of stuff because every culture. And I'm gonna say this. But when you every culture, not I need to grab that book because this is in that this is a comedic book where I'm actually quoting this from. I ain't quoting it offhand, but even talk about this. But you you don't have a culture if you don't have a what they call a spiritual system or some people say a religious system. All of them had it. Every culture had a a religious system and a culture because they go hand in hand. All of them had a religious what we call a religion system. Or a spiritual system. And now we we use the term um, spiritual. Now you know that's the new age term. We all everybody want to throw around spiritual system now, because you know they they've been told by religion. And and a lot of times you look up the word religion. I forget the the uh, the etymology of it, but there's a word that goes back and it said to tie back and rebind. What the hell are we trying to? What are we tying back and rebind into? So you know that we got a lot of this stuff again from the 
these conscious think tanks that talk bad about religion. And um, and, and I, I heard something today that the dude I was talking about, brother Eric Mason, and shit like I ain't mean to cut y'all, but uh, that's something he said that I I would listen to another thing that he agreed with. Now this is a Christian pastor that I do agree with, and I I mentioned certain things similar to this before about the conscious community. Now we can beat up on the Christians all day long. No, we don't. No, we can't beat up on them all day long. But we can mention a lot of things that the Christian community ain't doing, but they, there's a lot of value that they do. Uh, have and here's what I mean about this so it's just like we can talk about the conscious community they can say man damn their religion damn these goddamn Christians and, and, and you know and all this bull crap this and that but like the the pastor said Dr. Eric Mason said where are the conscious community schools I know we got a promise that there was going to be a damn schools but where are the schools every school that we have primarily are what owned by Christians been been established by Christians. Uh, uh, um, hospitals. You get sick, go to a hospital. Who owned those hospitals? Christians. They have here in Memphis. They got them some called Baptist, Baptist East, Baptist South, Methodist. These are Christian hospitals that you got to go to. You die, where you gonna go to? A goddamn Christian funeral home. You gonna go to a Christian-owned cemetery? Ain't no conscious cemeteries. We all gotta die. We all gotta pass from here. There's none. So when we when we really beat up on these so-called people called Christians, you better understand and better realize you are gonna need them one day for something. So you gotta be like I said. That's why we. I'm not trying to. That's why I said in this show. I'm not trying to beat up on them, but try to get up as an understanding so they can understand the scripture where it come from. Because when you talk about the Christian, the conscious community, or whatever these conscious intellectual people, we beat up on them. The daycare, they got daycare centers. Where's the conscious community daycare, uh, conscious intellectual daycare centers at for your babies to go to? Where are these type of places at that they got? See, one thing about it, they move off their Jesus. Now, I get to them. They move off their faith. They say they got faith. They move off their faith. What the, what make you move, conscious community, of what you got? You got all this goddamn knowledge, but what you what you, what you moving with it? Huh? You got these people don't scam the hell out of everybody in the community. They don't told you like and I and I brother Eric Mason was saying on the, on, on another class that I was listening to with this little thing with him. People gave y'all. They don't promise you they're going to build something. And when you ask, where is this money going? Show us some receipts of where, you know, you even got a uh, a, a blueprint or what's the, I'm trying to say, a business plan on how you're going to spend this money. They curse you out and all this old bull crap. Now, you donate your money. Won't even tell y'all where your money going that you donated. See, this is what I'm saying. Sometimes we got to be careful about the, the thing that we criticize. And, and, and damn, bro. This really got me today when I heard this. And I heard some pastors say this before. What have even the black power community, what have they done? What, how they actually fashion and help the social changes in America? What, what actually bills or uh, uh, political uh, laws have they got passed to help the so-called black community? What have they gotten bills, community centers, or any goddamn thing that they actually done? And when, even when I was in the black power, I had to think about this, bro. 
all the marching and black power, this black power, what have they actually done that's tangible that we can say the black power movement did that? It was a lot of these damn so-called Christian religious movements going again, going back. And this brother said the first conscious movement was he named the Christian movement. What was the brother? You, you mentioned you mentioned him all the time, brother, brother Henry Turner. What was his name? Them brothers way back then. I can't think of their name. Henry Turner or, or, or uh, Henry Allen. McNeil Turner. Henry McNeil Turner. And what was the other brother you mean on there? Uh, Richard Crowder. Allen. Them. Richard Allen, William Crowder. He was the first Hebrew Israelite. Uh, they were. They were all. They were the original conscious movement, a conscious community. Even though you might say they had a God. But they God, they faith made them move and do things. And see, a lot of things that we got today, man, in this country, brother, it was established off the off off the backs of people who believe in a so called God. See, they faith. Nat Turner didn't just man. People love the Nat Turner in this conscious community, but Nat Turner didn't make a move. He didn't do what he did, man. Because if it, if it wasn't for his God and and that book that they can't stand, that revolutionary book that's as even. Dr. Collett talked about that made him do what he did. Mother, brother, sister, uh, sister uh, Harriet Tugman, what they got? Grandma Moses, where they get that Moses from? Taking people to freedom land, getting them an exodus. See, this is the type of thing, man, you know, but see, we got, I know, but see, this is, this is what the scriptures talk about this, where we're going to be at today, man. People into these spirits and all this goddamn witchcraft and excuse me, let me stole that. All this witchcraft and everybody into the day, man. And, and and they ain't got no magic potion. They ain't conjured conjured up no uh, spirit force to to uh, uh, get us out of this situation. Well, get they, no, they ain't got to get me out of nothing. Get themselves. Out of condition they in now. Here go talking about Haiti in the country community. We want to bring up Haiti all the time and the French Revolution and how they use voodoo to 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 beat the damn French. Now y'all talk about that, but y'all got all this magic y'all supposed to be doing now today, and y'all ain't got y'all ass out of y'all out of this condition you're in right here today. You got the same goddamn magic, and you ain't conjured up nothing to whip somebody's ass to get out of your condition. I believe you're playing a guy, you, you must be playing a goddamn game. Huh? Either you got some weak ass magic or you just you just bullshit. Excuse me, y'all, excuse me, Christians that's out there may be listening. When you ain't conjured up, you you, you, you only thing you want to do with your magic is get some goddamn money. See, that's the problem right now why we, we are in the fix that we in, because you want to get money. And that's why you got these people around here, man, doing what they do. Oh man. Uh. That's why I, I'm not gonna be doing this long, brother. I'm just I'm be. I, that's why in my mind I've been really in the spirit, man. I've been studying more, man, so I can move away from all this bullshit. And I'm really, man, getting got to go, man, into teaching these scriptures, man, and getting into this. Cause I ain't, I ain't you know, man. I'm got I'm got too old for this bull crap, man. And and and, and I don't know. I ain't trying to be no fine brimstone, but I don't know how many how many more days I got on my warranted, man, for. Or the or the devil angel be knocking on my door. I got to get myself right. And then in the time too, man, we got to get our people right, man. They dying in his city, man. They killing every day, man. People dying. 
But what are they what are they dying to? What are their life is like? And I've even heard this today. I was listening to a brother man talk about, you know, right now they can talk about all of this stuff that they 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 are worshiping Satan and all of this other bull crap. But even they say Anton LaVey was into this Satanism and bull crap. They say even on his deathbed, when he was going in and out of consciousness, in and out of consciousness. They said, man, he like, he repented, like, but they said, because he thought about what the, what have I done? What have I done? He been teaching these people, man, ain't no such thing as the most high or whatever. And we understand the, the, the spirit. See, this is what we getting caught up with too, brother. We getting caught up in this, this physical manifest manifestation that we in, that we call this physical body. And because this is what we deal with, we're dealing with the physical a lot, and it's this frame that we're in, that we call the avatar. And we, we negate the spiritual world, we negate that spiritual world and the spiritual part. We talk about it in a new age, they're always saying spiritual, 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 but they really ain't, they really not spiritual, they physical, and you know, in the, in the what is it, in the metaphysical, talking about the mundane world. And see, that's why they negate, ah, you know, because you, 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 you worried about this physical life. But you forget you got to pass on from here. And you're going some damn well. I can't tell you where you're going. Ain't nobody never came back and told us what was what. So you're getting caught up in this, this physical frame, this physical avatar, this body. And we're not focused on, man, what, what's going to happen. See, this is why the scripture be telling you, man, look, man, get your life right. This is like what they say. I remember Dr. York said just like, here, man, life on this planet is like, it's like probation to see how you're going to live it, live your life right. So this is why the scripture be telling you, okay, why are you here? And we say this term, we are spiritual beings here having a human experience. And while we here as spiritual beings that have, and, you know, and, and even the scriptures say that, uh, uh, those who worship the Father must worship Him in spirit and in truth, because He is a spirit. Boy, I know y'all want to say she, because it is a spirit. The power is a spirit, spiritual force, not nothing physical. As the Nation of Islam said, "Who is that spook God?" That's neither here nor there. But it's a it's a spirit. So if we are physical beings here having a human experience. Even in this physical body, you've been given instructions how to maintain your physical body right here on this earth. That's why I tell you, the, the book of Leviticus tells you the things to eat. It tells you the do's and the don'ts. Like mama them tell you, like elders will always tell you when you're young, you better take care of your body now while you're young. Because once you get old, you're going to feel it. And, and boy, I should have been listening. I feel all them bumps and aches and pains. As the elders told do. So this is why we're giving instruction how to maintain this physical body, this avatar right here. This is why we're giving these instru- and from on high as from a spiritual plane, is being given instruction through uh, uh through different revelations in people's sleeps and dreams and stuff from the spirit world, so they can come tell you as a physical being, this is what you got. Hey, look, you want to maintain that frame, you want to maintain that body, you want to stay in that that avatar. That that body you in, you want to live a long life of longevity. You want to live longer than twenty years. Y'all young brothers out here, you ain't y'all ain't making forty years old, man. Y'all ain't some of y'all ain't even making thirty no more. You're getting killed out here, brothers. If y'all want to maintain and live a long life as a physical being, you know what I'm saying in the, in the spirit, in the physical body, man. Look, 
Stay out of these 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 regular ass clubs. Stop being on the street trying to steal and rob and 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 be crooked to your brother, man. See if y'all do the right thing, man. Everybody be doing the right thing, man. All of y'all be living. You ain't got to take from the so called tree of life. The tree of life is how you live, dog. How y'all maintain the knowledge that you got. See, you you can live a long life if you eating the like to say people like to say in the country, what you eating the proper foods to live right, live a life of uh, longevity as well. By the things you eat, the the way you use the the mental capacity and things that you use, how things you think. Like I said, what they say, man, it's not what goes into a man that defiles a man, but what comes out. So we got to be careful about the things we even put out. Any of the things we partake in and eat. Because, you know, when the damn well is black people, man, we were talking about the other day, as the big Leviticus talk about not eating pig. We know we can't be around here eating no goddamn pig because what? We the number one people that suffer from high blood pressure. It ain't going to get spooked out talking about, man, no, ain't no, I don't believe in no God, man. Damn, then I'm going to eat me some pig feet. Go on eat your pig feet and get your goddamn blood pressure up. Have a damn stroke then. It ain't nothing about because he didn't want you to eat the pig. There's way there's reasons why you have these things that tell you don't do this, brother. Don't do this. Don't do this. It's, it's for your benefit to keep that that avatar maintained. But you don't want to do it. Go ahead. Go on out here and live recklessly, and you're gonna be like we'll see like what we're going through. A lot of our sisters and brothers look at this certain peoples that some people don't even you know believe in the Bible or get into all that. But they try to live a balanced life. They try to live a righteous life, you know, to the best they be. They don't bother nobody. They don't do nothing. Look how their life is being maintained. They ain't been in, 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 in no, you know, no corruptible stuff. And that's just what, you know, the scripture be talking about, man. Stay out of corruption, wickedness. Like I said, man, there's a lot of people who lie and wait. They can't sleep until they do something wicked and foul. And then they get their ass killed. And it's over. It's bye-bye, baby. So this is man, my thing, man. I ain't got time for all this other bug, all this black power, liberation, this, that, another, man. And then they look, that that game is over. I'm looking to maintain, man, and get myself ready. When I get ready to check up out of here. And I want to, man, make sure my children, man, you know, be straight. That's the time now, man. And, and we see what they're doing out here. So, you know, it's over, man, for the game, man. It's over. It, and all that, you know, talk about we need to get together and unite and do this here, man. Come on, brothers and sisters, y'all. How long are we going to preach that goddamn song? How long are we going to preach that goddamn song? We've been preaching it and, and what, what, what we got out of it. But, um, that's my word for tonight, man. I got to get ready to get up out of here, too, fam. Appreciate y'all for tuning in tonight, man. Uh, as always, um, tune in to Coach Freedom Radio Network. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. But y'all, man, get 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 some straightness in your life, man. Look, don't just just, just say this here. I, you know, hey, you ain't you ain't got to subscribe to nothing I believe, man. Uh, nothing, nothing, shit. That's on you. Whatever you got. To understand you're more than just a physical damn being or physical body. But I tell you what, when you go to sleep, you'll find out. You'll find out you're more than just a physical body. So you better maintain and think about what's going to happen when you check out of here or what may happen. 
prepare yourself to travel for that next plane of life. Because this one ain't the only one you got to live, Jack. This ain't the only one you got to live. When they say you're here as a, a, a spiritual being that have a human experience, you better enjoy this human this, this, this human experience to the best of your ability. One day you're going to check up out this body. But what will your next life be like? Hmm? Peace, y'all. We'll... Uh, yes, sir. Let me get up out of here. What do what we got? What we got? What we got? What we got? <laughs> Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.